Alright buddy, here's the 2019 eh? Hello everyone and welcome to uh, end of year review with Zach and Jay. Oh we've sat the wrong way around. I was thinking we could switch, we could fuck it off, you know, for this podcast because it's just us. And it's never going to go out. No, but you know how like, um, you know, everything else is, I, I feel like that's why we kind of wanted to do this because it's like everything else is a bit polished, isn't it? In its own way. Yeah. Like, fuck it. This is the first fucking fuck you to the polish. Yeah. Well, we said that because we've been feeling like our videos is an episode and we haven't been able to sit down and talk in front of a camera authentically. No, we're like, we're like onions, mate. We, we've got layers to us, you know. We don't, we're not just high energy, boom, bam, bish, bash, bosh. Exactly. Are we, Zach? Mm-mm. We, we can chill. We can talk normally. You don't have to, you know, constantly be doing the maddest thing or, you know, fucking sneaking into somewhere. We can, we can sit down next to a table and have a beer at the end of the year. We've been craving this. So to say, uh, but then we suddenly got access to this podcast room, and now it's looking like a polished production. So, oops, oops, we accidentally set this up in our house. We did this ourselves. Um, Thank you, Soho Works. So yeah, good year, mate. Shake my hand. Let's do it again. Good year, buddy. Go on. Yeah. Cheers. First year in a in the YouTube space. How's it been for you, mate? Because I've got a few uh, few years on you. Well, we did have. October, November, December. So we've had three months. One year, three months. But yeah, first proper year, full year. What a year, what a year. Yeah, it's been it's been, been, been good year, yeah. What about you? How's this one compared to your other years, mate? It's been more serious. Um, Why? I feel like well, when I was doing the personal channel, it didn't feel like work. But this feels like work in a good way, um, where... I, I had no structure, no upload schedule, and I wasn't holding myself to account, as you can probably see uh, from the old channel. It was literally like there was no video ideas. It was like, what am I going to do to get Jamie and George and Lau together and uh, make a vid? So this one, yeah, feels like a production, and uh, it's good. I, I'm liking it. I'm, I'm liking it. I feel like we're... In the last two months, <laughs> yeah, we've become more polished. We're working with the producer now. Uh, got a video guy in New Zealand, Shadow Davis. Um, so we've got like a little team now. And yeah, we uh, have. Gonna have a big team next year. <laughs> Huge team. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You know, you know, I literally, I, I keep, and I thought this before the recent conversations with the soon to become business partners. I was like, fuck me how much can change in a year from like 36,000 subscribers and it looking like that, because that's what it was, it was looking like that, to just like looking like that. And that was before the fucking conversations with fucking my guys. Yeah. And now it's like fucking like that. I know. It's scary. It, it, it's, it, like, it's like leapfrogged us two, three years. Oh, mate, it's leapfrogged us infinite years. 20 light years. Bro, we don't, don't deal with time now. Bro. <laughs> um... Yeah, should we start at the start? I mean, like from the day of moving to London. Yeah. Or do we want to go about it a different way? No, no, I mean we've got no, good. we've got no plan here. It's just like a talk, shit, ramble. Yeah, going into day one, bro. Let the people so, know. So, twenty seventh of August last year, we moved to London. I was already in London, but I wasn't officially living in London. I was living in a room as an illegal resident 
Um, sub Yeah. Just like not, yeah, not even, not too illegal. So Jay had, I, th- I think it's more fitting for you to start Drug because you, you were going through, you left your business. Yeah. And then you had like a month or two where you were figuring shit out. Yeah. Yeah. I left my business and um, I don't know. Yeah. I'd like three months of not really known what to do. Because I think, I think the story kind of sounds with like the first video we released on the channel that like, oh, I left a business to do YouTube. But I, I still was like exploring other things. I actually lived with Rob Wilson for a week to set up a crowdfunding <laughs> campaign. Like I did weird shit. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, I don't know. It looked quite, it looked quite fun YouTube. And I thought there was a, a good potential to kind of spread a message, whatever that message may be. Um, and Zach was doing a good job of it. So I was like, yeah, we get on, why don't we fucking have a crack together? Um, was there any def- was there any moment in your head that you was like because I remember I, I was up and down at Manchester quite a bit um, yeah. going to meetings and, and you were like along the same at the same time as you were doing like what was it a, a website for festival gadgets or like festival things yeah, you were yeah. doing like all sorts of um, little bits and bobs but oh, I forgot about that yeah um, but you were also like almost trying to get me brand deals and did get me a brand deal yeah um, so we were like still we were semi working together uh, as well as up and down in Manchester but that was like I remember going to like a bar and you were like I have no idea what to fucking do oh man what that honestly I've never had more anxiety over one decision in my life before and it wasn't to set up a YouTube channel that's the weird it was just to leave my old business and it's mad because I fucking hated it at the time, but I enjoyed hating it. That's the thing. I enjoyed hating it. Yeah. I thought if you can withstand this, you can withstand anything. <laughs> and I thought like you had to suffer to be a good entrepreneur, and that's why it was so tough. I was like, am I a bit like it was? It was against everything I stood for. It was like failing, walking away, quitting everything you taught not to do as an entrepreneur. But I think that's just miseducation, to be fair, and like um, almost bad culture around that. But um, yeah. That was a that was a tough decision, but I remember having a conversation with you though, and I remember literally saying, because I was trying to persuade Zach to join channels, um, and in, instead of setting up new channels, um, and I remember, but either either way, I remember saying, look, if me and you get together, I remember I, I was in full gas mode, if me and you, the best business mind in fucking Britain and the best fucking editor of all time, get together and do a fucking channel, we will fucking fly. And I remember saying that, and, and, and yeah, I strongly, strongly believe that. But that's why I think the first five to six months was quite shit, because the views were quite shit. The first video banged, everyone's very excited, but it just wasn't really taking off, was it? No. But I think we slowly but surely are getting to that space. Like, even if we weren't partnering up with... Do we say the name? Yeah. Even if we weren't partnering with Kyra... I think we still would have got there, but it just would have taken a bit longer. Um, yeah, I mean, I've only started like really believing that in the last three months, I'd say. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, because it's weird, because you, you're doing like what you feel like is like amazing ideas, and we're always excited around ideas, and then you're doing like, and you're going out and you're filming them, and you're like, that's done really well. Um, then you, but you're learning at the same time, so our thumbnails were shit. Our titles have always been all right, I feel like. Um, but we didn't know the importance of like literally title thumbnail you'd vid ain't gonna do well unless those two things are pretty good. Um so I feel like we were do we were doing so much and kind of banging our head against the wall. But I feel like when we started to A obviously views and the, the 
fashion week vid but like when you get external yeah and, and the thing is i never thought that i cared like really about the youtube scene or what they thought um but i, I didn't until like i think i think it was josh zerker or like like people started clocking and then like jack jack mate was like yeah. showing love and shit like that and i think that that helps a lot because you're like yeah. people were not in awe but like they're like how the fuck are you doing this week on week on week and um yeah that, I, that's kind of what we set out to i think it's just so you know like when you you think of a sick idea you film a sick idea you're very excited to release and film the sick idea it goes exactly how you plan and then you release it and it just gets fucking below average views. You're like, what the fuck is that so about? And all the comments are going like, yeah, this is sick, this is amazing. But you're like, eh, what, what? I don't know, is it, do people like it? Do they not? Maybe we are waffling shit. Um, I remember having so many conversations with you in the old house, like in the lounge. Cause we like, for the first six months, we were like six month contract on a house. We had six, around about six months worth of money, personal savings to spend and try and make it work. And we were getting so close to the end of that like pile of money that we it just wasn't like looking likely at all because we were stuck around 50k. I remember having so many conversations with you just like about overanalyzing stuff and like are the ideas actually any good? Like and, and one comment like contradicts the other, so you're like arguing over that stuff and it's like realistically it just makes you more confused. Like half the time when you yeah. start we, I think we agreed at one point to just not have those sort of conversations discussing mm. like little comments because ultimately everyone's got yeah. confounding opinions as long as we were doing what we thought was good we thought it would pay off um, but that was yeah was there anything in particular like vid wise where we, you were like really excited and thought it was going to bang and then didn't uh, the getting on the BAFTA red carpet yeah was a was big a, one for me first collab on the channel Nick yeah, Omelani was Nick popping and, and like I don't know throughout that whole night everyone was like who's going to get on the red carpet who's going to get on the red carpet and Nico was wounded he didn't get on the red carpet and then I was like oh and I think I said it in the group chat I was like yeah I did it and then sent the clip and everyone was like oh never and uh, the views went were, were bigger than normal but they were still like pretty fucking average yeah, it was like, like oh what is it saying to take for this viral banger Cause, cause, but I also think I, I don't know we were that was literally the strategy release viral bangers with regular content but i don't know whether we were a bit almost too ambitious with the viral bangers because i think you look at yeah the conor mcgregor's is what we were aiming for the aj's when it gets loaded of public and, and it had been loaded on your personal channel but then it was um on this channel what we, i thought that was the viral banger but then it was the fucking uh, fashion meet one two weeks later which was probably bigger than any vi other viral well it was any other viral banger in terms of subgrowth by a fucking mile. So I don't know whether we were just expecting too much. Oh, I don't, you never, you can never know, can you? You can never know. But um, yeah, yeah we, we were so reliant on the viral bangers that they just, and they weren't really coming. <laughs> Imagine getting onto the red carpet in front of the world's press, doing a selfie video. No one's taking photos of you and you encourage them. To, you're like, come on guys, someone take a photo. You're next to someone from the fucking beat, was it? No, not the Beatles. No, it was Queen. Yeah, and they just don't go viral. The thing is, I was, I wasn't. The, I, <laughs> I didn't the know what it was. Carpet is Prince of Harry and Meghan. Yeah, I know. I was just a little bit pissed and thought it was a good laugh, but it was that going. You were there with the world's press. I was like, what is it good? Do you reckon it's gonna go big? Um, yeah, because I remember being at like Chelsea um, after we ran away from the police at Chelsea Tube Station, and you just kept asking on the tube, on the tube, do you think that's a viral banger then? And yeah. I was like. Yeah, 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 I do, yeah. God, you and you're like, why? Why? And yeah, I was like, you're in front of the world's fucking press next to like A-list celebrities. Didn't happen. 
A-listers. I was like, we'll be fine. And then we released ours and it did all right. And then Nicker released his and it helped ours. But yeah, that's, I mean, but they're all growing now. Like that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. And, and that's what was kind of always keeping me a little bit calm is that like the videos, unless they get taken down, are there forever. And they have all just like, apart from like one or two, just all like creeped up, which is good. Yeah, you, um, you know what I think was an interesting one as well is like the second video we released, which is kind of the first after our introduction, but was the uh, bog snorkeling one, and, and and even then it was like a strategic decision to get that bog snorkeling one based on analyzing viral concepts and yes, theories doing the um, world's most uh, the law the city meet the city with abandoned no laws. city with no laws exactly, and then it was like right, what other weird shit can we find? And then bog snorkeling was found, and it was like oh shit, that could go super viral. We don't know why no laws got 25 million views yesterday but this could do the same and it, it was curiosity it, wasn't it that, yeah. that was like our first thing that we were focused yeah. on it's like evoking curiosity out of the viewer yeah. and we, we accidentally smashed the, the thumbnail no no but that's what I'm saying is like it was week one we got 20,000 views or some shit like that but then it started going, gaining 20, 30 and then it was gaining 50,000 views in like in per day for a few days and it ended up on like 200,000 views we were like we were fucking cocky man I, well, I was anyway I was like Oh, that, that's, I knew it. I knew that was going to go viral and then nothing else did. We, I remember going to the gurning competition and being like, because we gained 700,000, uh, 700 subscribers a day at that peak. And I was like, oh, that's 25,000 nearly a month. Um, we'll have 100,000 by Christmas. Catch up with Zach's channel, light work. N just <laughs> gurning competition. That'll be the banger. That'll be the banger. Wrestling world championship. Wrestling, wrestling. world championship. Just everything I thought was, that'll do well, that'll do well. And it just <laughs> fucking didn't. Oh... Yeah. I felt like we were just so fucking a bit lost, weren't we, with like Nitro Circus vid. I remember being like getting the train up to Manchester, having to pay for that ticket. I think we got like a cheap 15 quid train that takes an extra hour to get there. And like, we weren't getting paid anything. I didn't know what the Nitro Circus was. Was like, is this going to go viral? I don't really think it is. And just like, do you know what I mean? Almost being I like, we'll do fucking so anything. I pissed off that night. Because the thing is like, I, I'm a massive fan of Travis Pastrana. So when that came through, I was so excited and so it was like initially we were discussing on the phone because I watched this vid the other day we were discussing on the phone with the Nitro Circus teams like me doing a backflip in the show and I've always said that I wanted to learn to backflip by Travis Pastrana so there was like backflip in the show we were coming up with like ideas about using tanks about like abseiling down London Bridge like all of this like shit and they were so receptive to it and then in by showtime it got kind of watered down watered down but we met Travis Pastrana at the O2 and even then he was like saying honestly if you guys are in America anytime yeah come out to my house and like it's all these childhood dreams fucking come together and then on show night up in Manchester I just remember being sat in the audience and everything oh, it was getting stripped away from us initially we, we were gonna like jump a fucking trike over the mega ramp and be part of the show and like it all just got whittled down to us just watching the show. Oh, and we were, we were kicking a football round before showtime and that was like the best content of the vid. And then we got told to stop doing that. So it was like, I was just sat there fuming because I'd watched the show before. I was like, it's not what that, I'm here to That honestly like. felt like a good representation of where we were at as a channel. Like we didn't get paid to do a promotion, like a promotional vid. We paid more than them. We didn't really know what we were doing with thumbnail title. We just fucking could suck the camera and just fucked around really. Yeah. Well, we've still got, we got Travis Pastrana's number out of it. Anyway. Yeah, we got his number. So if we're ever in Maryland, which I don't know what you would be, then we can uh, rock up to his house. Yeah. But yeah, that that was, um, 
That was a weird one. But I, I was thinking, like, was it? Was it? It wasn't that bad, was it? Like, although we got pretty fucking close and we were pretty shitting ourselves, it wasn't. Was it that bad? Like, in terms of, I know it was super good when the views came in and Maximus Bucharest went fucking viral. But I was thinking back, we still fucked around and had pretty good laughing shit. Because I was thinking, if, if, if entrepreneurship, everyone says, is the worst thing in the world, was it that bad? No. It wasn't that bad. No, but there, do you know when there's like a. I don't know how to describe this, but there's like a feeling to like a certain time. And I get it around Christmas when there's like smells of the trees and it brings back yeah. like a, a sense or like a feeling. Mm. There was like a weird like overarching like cloudy feeling to that. And it, I don't know whether it was like the impending doom like yeah. coming in. Because I'd never like before that, I was like a stupid YouTuber with like like one of the brand deals came through and I just named a price and suddenly they took it and it was way more than what I was probably worth. Um, suddenly I had like 15 grand in my bank account and then the next month like we went to fucking Russia and then it, that was like a free four grand month and I was just spending money as it came in just expecting that to be forever and then like I remember having a realisation like shit I need to get on top of my money and that was the first time where I was like tracking spending and like Monzo helped and just like figuring yeah. out like fuck this is at, I can see how much I've got left now um, but that was like I think that was like the overarching like monkey yeah, on my back yeah, yeah. Cause um we, we yeah we were having fun filming the vids like and we were still spending money to get to places and but we were willing yeah. to do it like I don't think we ever considered not yeah spending money so on that, the yeah content. I think I think we were sweet at the beginning for the first four months we were fine spending it was the last two because I remember the Maximus Bucharest and going oh do you want to spend hundred quid at Primark or oh. yeah. like that it, like we were fine investing at the beginning but then towards the end when it was kind of squeaky bum time like we didn't really want to depart with that is, money it, it started off like. I wasn't expecting much from my personal channel because, again, I wasn't uploading regularly. The ones that I did upload were like, but if I, like the general views, I think, was around 40 to 60K um, per vid. But then if it was like a sneaking one, it'd probably do a bit more. But it was so reliant on like the gravitas of the event, whether that's like AJ mm. or wireless with Drake. And, and the, I didn't feel like I had a proper subscriber base so we weren't expecting anyone to jump across really everyone knew who Jane was anyway and as soon as we made that vid where I introduced the new channel like 10k in one day yeah. so the, the start was like way better than yeah, I thought strong. and then and then that first month as you said the first vid bog snorkeling going well so it felt like we were off to a good start and I think yeah that gradually it wears you down a bit doesn't it when there is no oh, progression yeah, like, progression is quite important progression is so key in anything yeah just that, just feeling like you're moving forward, because yeah. um, it was around like yeah, forty to fifty k was just so hard to get oh, man. past. Even up to like no, it was thirty seven... to forty forty. That I think was the bit. Was it? Like we we were in thirty to forty for three months. I think. Yeah. There's one month where we grew like seventeen hundred, and I was like, what what's going on? The thing is, we we probably could have like, and I I, th I think we're glad we did didn't do this. But on the the week that we were filming, we filmed for like a month before we launched the channel. Chicken wings in London. Um, bog snorkeling and something else? Uh, sofa stories. Sofa stories. And um, we were going to bog snorkeling, but that was on the same night as KSI Logan was in Manchester. Yeah. So we made a decision to not go, despite like knowing Nico was going to sneak in and like Ali Law was thinking about it. And there was all this hype around it. And we knew that it was like, if you're doing a sneak in in the YouTube space with two of the biggest names, you're guaranteed like, a banger and Nico did it and that was his biggest bid at the time and like I don't know whether I was we were like secretly gutted that we didn't do it but I mean the decision was 
made that we didn't want to set the channel off in, with that yeah, kind of yeah. vibe. Because my personal channel was so dependent on uh, not on sneaking in that I felt like I couldn't do anything else. Um, so we wanted to build out like an audience which just wasn't reliant on the unsustainable stuff, which I think is quite interesting. Not many people nah. realize that there's a bit of strategy behind that. Because yeah. um, that, that can be the death of channels, as you see many times, people doing mad, mad stuff on mad stuff on mad stuff week in, week out. And as soon as you do try and diversify, then you're dead. Yeah. Because <laughs> people want the mad too late, stuff. Too so, little, too late. Yeah, I feel like we've done a decent job on that, but mm. there's still stuff to be done. Yeah, defo. Yeah, I kind of think like, I don't know, have we um, have we done that, made that mistake of, although we do, I don't know, we've almost thought we're so sick of like, diversifying doing content we can go in anywhere but i don't know like can we really go anywhere because like we, we're setting up a new channel for this maybe but like this couldn't sit on our channel like but i suppose that that is the nature of youtube in general isn't it like you can't have every type of content on one channel yeah i think that without engagement going shite yeah i think that became a, like a revelation this year that youtube subscribers are probably the the flakiest of all the uh, but in, in some cases, like Nico and Milano, they're not and they're sticky as can be. But I, I don't know whether, like, again, there's much longevity in that. I don't, there's just so many questions. So many questions. Because yeah. even like Yes Theory, like they, the vids every single week, and they, they're pretty similar to us in how much they've explored with different content types. If they released a normal vid, like like a talking vid, would that do as well? It won't do as well, but yeah. it would still do well. So I don't yeah. know whether it's the time in the game to build. Because at the end of the day, we're still not even uploaded 50 vids yet. No, I know. So, I, I, I think us getting who we are at a bit more is, is good for that. Because yes, if you know who the fuck they are. Like, you know who the fuck they are every time to seek discomfort. Life is better on the other side of dis of discomfort. The other side of comfort. Um, That's where you grow. Yeah, like, I don't know. You, you know who the fuck they are straight away. Uh, but yeah. No, but I know what you mean. Like, Amar did his yes house reveal. Is that, would we would we do a video on moving houses? No, nah, we wouldn't. I mean, maybe we would, but I don't think we would. <laughs> well, it wasn't actually their house. And I think they've got a goal of like opening yes houses all across yeah, the world. It's like true. a working space. But um, What do you think's been the maddest thing about this year? Madison, good word. What's been like? There's the most surprising thing, <laughs> personal or business. There's been a lot of realizations, a lot of learning, but obviously, yes, yeah, it's, it's got to be fashion week because, like, that's just so. When I was starting the channel, like the McGregor video, I felt went viral, but it, it was a different type. It was a different feeling, like. Where it was Lab Bible Unilad over like probably 80 to 100 million views on Facebook. That's how Yes Theory got in contact initially through Facebook, not my YouTube. So like that that's, that vid to this date's only got 1.4 million views. So if you look at that, like the Bogs, no, not Bog Snorkeling, Ashbourne Ash Football, Shrove, Shrove Tide is, is got that now. Uh, but it wasn't yeah. the same. Shrove Tide was like a slow burner. Um, that like... Because I'd, I'd watched Nightscape from like 900 subs to the 250k in a week blow up that yeah, he did with West Ham. And I was always, I, I was just so baffled by it because I was like, I've never seen anyone get a viral vid and get that amount of sticky subscribers off the back of it. They, they just like, and, and even me with the McGregor thing, I only got like 28,000 or something, which was still like zero to 28,000, which was great. But 
I didn't feel like that was a subscriber base that was watching me for weekly uploads. So the Fashion Week one was like of that nature, wasn't it? It was like people are sticking around. And I chose at the last minute to put in that pigeon animation, which said like, pause the, pause the video. And Nico Milano does this so well. It was like, whoa, a pigeon has appeared to remind you to subscribe now. And then I don't know whether it was that, Definitely. that like locked a load of people in or whether it was just a vid that was like that good that locked people in. But um, yeah, that, that was mental. I, it was just like, yeah. Just like all these clouds were just clearing. Yeah. It's like, fuck, welcome, come yeah. in, we've been waiting. It, it was I sent to the other day. We had probably about two months left of savings. Oh yeah, it was, it was dev. Yeah, we had two two months of savings left. Um, Sounds like a fairy tale, doesn't it? And, and we literally were meeting with uh, George, our mate, saying, what, what are we going to do? What are we going to do when it runs out? Um, or he was asking us that, and we were like, oh, I'm going to get jobs in bars. Zach's going to do freelance. I'm going to have to move out moving with my cousins and it was going to be shite and literally that two weeks later the video goes super viral and l- the next month we've got 25 grand in the bank <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable it, like, I can't even say like we were we were so we were like oh, what is plan B we were mapping out plan B and it's like someone said here's 25 grand and bear subscribers you're <laughs> off lads go and have fun yeah don't, don't spend it all at once boys but to, but to us that wasn't like shit we're rich it was like no, no, right no. how much time does this give yeah. us what are we paying ourselves and it was like 1200 a month so we're like right that's we're sort of like not the rest of the, yeah. rest of the year to, to, be, to be fair though I did feel like oh shit we, we've, we, we're we it now we, we've got enough I, we, I, I wasn't worried about money again and obviously like but then I we got close again when was that? Yeah, I mean, we the close, close again. Yeah, no, we did, but no, so... Um, How yeah. much have we spent this year uh, just making videos? We, we've spent 50, 55 grand. <laughs> that's nuts, that. Is that mostly yeah, wage, surely? Yeah, probably mostly wage. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't worried about cash flow anymore because we, we made uh, 15 of that from a brand deal, 10 grand AdSense. And so I thought, oh, we've got 200 case subs. We're going to make enough money from brands now. The AdSense wasn't in the question. Um... But yeah, then we did get close, didn't we? And then we released medals somewhere along the way, props up to 30. Yeah, it just seemed like we were just kept yeah, we serving kept, it back. Yeah, 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 we made medals again. Yeah, like I mean, at no, bay, get bay, yeah, get back, kept, get back. Yeah, 30, we've, we've not gone too much higher than 30. I want to, mate, I want to get fucking super high, mate, like 100k in the bank, that'd be nice to look at, wouldn't it? Yeah, beautiful. Um, Thanks, yeah. But um, yeah, what, what, what? But, but I think, I, I like, we were so focused early on to, <clears throat> you were on brand deals, that was like your role where it was like outbound sales, this, that, and trying to like model off of like what Kyra did with PAQ. Yeah. And we brought on like a sales guy and like we were trying to sell to brands and like putting together all these like 12 page decks and we just realized that was a waste of time because yeah. the channel wasn't that attractive. Like, it, I, I don't think it was a waste of time, but it, it was it was a choice. Do you want to spend all your time selling and get a few sales one sale a year or do you want to grow the channel like a motherfucker? And that, that's pretty much what the focus just came down to really but that's when i think it switched when when we kind of realized like this isn't this isn't working yeah what is your time better spent at and we felt like the vids had dipped a bit and as a result the channel wasn't having momentum so it's like um yeah we we decided like we're we're not trying to get rich in our first year like we want to fucking go as quick as we can and then 2020 still going and we're back because our camera only records for half an hour you got the timer on again yeah i'll put it on now We've been recording, yeah, for 30 minutes. Spang on. Um, 
So what were you saying? Let's start that conversation Yeah, again. so, um, yeah, fun. You said, you asked me, what was the most fun moment I've had in the year? And don't get me wrong, I could fucking tell you. But <laughs> what I won't, but I won't, actually, I don't know if I could pinpoint it. But what, what I was thinking is, I've been thinking a lot about fun recently. And I was saying, <coughs> this year was all about growing the business, growing the channel, fucking skyrocketing it, doing all the right things. Next year, I'm not even worried about that. We've got Kyra. We've, we know what we are more. We've got some sick ideas what we execute on. We're going to come up with some amazing ideas well better than what we've got. But what I think, in my mind now, it's not about business. It's not about growth. It's about how I can enjoy it a bit more and be more present in it. Because, yeah, we were talking about when we were in America, it whacked me like a fish. The like, thing is, that I would just jump in. Yeah, do, buddy. The bus ride wasn't that. No, The bus no. ride was like continue You're like right. I've, i haven't been in a, such a state of like gratitude and just like Trust me. just a weird like energy about that bus it was odd it's weird because and we were like why is it so yeah. fun why are we enjoying this so much and we were just waiting for it to hit that we were hating it and we just didn't yeah i know i know i know and honestly it was it was weird wasn't it and um but that was you know what i realized because i did that in morocco i was traveling in like fucking seven hours on a bus every day for three days anyway not every day and um it's just something about road trips or some shit like you're just thinking you're seeing you're not in your own head or whatever but yeah we did the did that fun thing that fun day where we did as much fun shit as we could for free um we did hot tub rides in the lot and then we did mike's meeting which was meeting an amazing guy i don't know i just felt kind of depleted of fun i felt like i ran out of fun it was still fun but it was almost like it was like it was temper it was not as fun as it should have been by any means like it was well not fun and then the moment we finished this was this was interesting the moment we we got up at like 6 a.m on the final day we'd filmed four videos in in a in a 10 days in america um and we got up on the final day 6 a.m went to bill gates's house ran the lemonade store we were out by nothing nine normal nothing normal about that we were out by 9 30 to catch a, um, a flight at 11 uh, about a one and the, honestly, the most like calm I'd been that whole trip was that at that moment, bare sleep deprived, just done bare shit. And it was like, oh, we don't have to film anymore. It was just switching off from work. And it was mad because I literally felt like I was in work mode that whole trip. And that was like, oh, I can do whatever the fuck I want now. And there was nothing, the, the, the most chilled I'd been on that whole trip of holiday, which everyone on Insta and YouTube probably think they lived the fucking maddest lives, was at like 11 a.m. driving to the airport. And I was like, something's not right there when the bet when one of the maddest best moments of the trip is driving to the airport. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it's not not the same for me. Um, I enjoyed Mike's day so much. Like I, that that felt again that felt like in the morning wasn't enthusiastic at all. But I think that was because of tiredness and all that shit. And it was quite stressful having to drive like halfway across Seattle. And I felt like I'm just clocking up miles in that shit of a car. Um, and then we, but, but like, as soon as we were at Mike's, I felt like that was just fun as shit. And it was, it didn't feel like we were really filming a vid. It just felt like we were actually just being taken on a mad, mad journey. It was, the, it was the lemonade one that I didn't like. Because that felt like we messed up filming once, we just did it too late. Messed it up again a second day, or didn't do it to, the, we didn't feel like it was a good ending. So then when we knew we had to commit back, I think that was the constant, like, that was the weight on the shoulders for me. The free day was a bit of an odd one. Because in the morning, what was the first thing we did? It was a helicopter ride. Yeah. 
Which, which, nah, to be, I like, looking back, the, the, I remember looking over to and thinking, this is sick, but still, it wasn't as sick as it should have been. No, the helicopter wasn't. I got, I, I, I enjoyed the hot tub a the lot. The hot tub was sick, actually, yeah. Because that was just like, you rang more off and we were just dancing about, fucking about. It didn't feel like we were forcing anything, like, we, we no. got stuck and like. Yeah, we jumped in and that. Yeah, so that, that was. But but yeah the 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 day though the go kart and yeah it did feel, and when you said when you said like oh, I feel like we're pimping out fun here I was like yeah uh. and 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 yes theory when we spoke to them it's like they they look like they're an amazing time traveling but they want to cut down on traveling and I, and I and I've thought about it a lot this trip is like when you've got a YouTube channel that is pushing the boundaries on habit and what you can do are you like are you, pimps in my mind sex could be is a beautiful thing. You're making money from sex by by rinsing its regularity and not doing it for what its purpose is. Either procreate or fucking I don't know, like pleasure. Like you're just doing it for for money. Is that are we <laughs> are we pimping out good experiences where like we've met this guy Mike, we've fucking um, done some it. Are we just forcing these things? We've got to do one a week. We've got to do four while we're in America just for a bit of self gratified. So much so they don't feel good anymore. It, and, it, and and don't get me wrong, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. They were still bare fun. Um, but that's, yeah, I think... Yeah, it's, it is a weird one. It is a weird one. Like, I've always... And I, I've been so focused on this from uni of, like, where does happiness come from? And, like, happiness is such a temporary state. Like, if you can get in, like, a... Was it the Buddhists or something? that They can, like... They think they can get into, like, a constant state of bliss and, like, gratitude and appreciation and just, like, snapping out of this fogginess that a lot of us live our days in inside our head with our internal dialogue and, like... And like I've always tried to focus on that, like even looking at trees and shit, and just. But yeah, I feel, I feel like when when you are a busy or you have a lot to on your plate, and then there's on there's stuff that isn't done, that that's when you start getting in your own head yeah. and like really, yeah, you can't experience it as yeah. much. But like, I, yeah, it's, yeah, it is always a weird one with YouTube where anything in a sense can be content. Um, it's like where do you have these real experiences? But then, like, like David Dobrik said, like he enjoys it knowing that it is like through his camera, and like I, I don't know whether that's just to make yourself feel better about it. But we, well, I think it's like enjoys through his camera. Well, he enjoys like living that. Like people say, oh, you're doing that; it takes away from the experience. But he, like, I think he said, like he gets to relive it again and again and again. And that was like my original thinking with the channel. Like I, I love the fact that there's this whole catalog. And Simone would tell you, like I watch our own vids more than like anyone's I always just go back and flick through and think because it feels like yeah, like it wasn't them. that long ago but it feels like so long ago when you're doing shit every week yeah. um, but it, that's just cool but like it, it, I feel like the channel is pushing us to do have life experiences yeah. that you wouldn't because I'm quite like a chilled guy and if I have like a day off or like a week to do nothing I won't do, I probably won't do much like <laughs> I won't do much at all whereas if like we've got this reason and and the end goal is like a sick video where we can look back on yeah. and like a lot of people enjoy. Um, but I think sometimes it is the stress of having to make that video good yeah. enough to put I, out I think that's it, that yeah, takes stress. away from it. I think it's because the, the vids are definitely, thinking, the channel's making us do cool shit. Like set yeah, up 100%. a, uh, yeah. As long as boss ride in America, the fuck does that? Yeah, probably, probably wouldn't have done that otherwise. Are you joking? Oh, hey mate, I've got this great shout. You got to fly over to America, cost you six hundred quid a plane ticket, two hundred quid to travel for four days, and you got saying, "Yeah, of course you won't fucking do that, that vid." Mm. Yeah, it's an interesting one. 
but yeah, that, that's I think I think you can get the balance right. And the thing is, I think it's so common for, and it's not that I, I say it quite um, strongly with that the pimping and sucking all the joy out of it. But I think it happens to anyone really, doesn't it? Like you find a passion, you do it in your career, and then you lose that passion because you're trying to make money off it. Yeah, I've got a funny idea for a little segment. Yeah, um, I'm gonna scroll back to the start of the channel, and um, I'm gonna say a video title, and uh, you're gonna say the first word that comes to your head about that day filming I like it um bog snorkeling cold <laughs> I knew you were going to say that your lips went purple that's probably the closest Jay's got to dying in a vid he wore a, a, a lightweight rain jacket which just wasn't it was a Penfield jacket with mountains on the logo and it just wasn't waterproof and and he was wet for like 10 hours freezing wet cold <laughs> that was uh, the thing that sticks out for me that day was uh <laughs> <laughs> was when we because we were like last weren't we we were asked to go last so we could go together like one after another and um we were filming all day so we were wet and cold and then the idea of just getting in this like channel of water which had been churned up and was so dirty because everyone else had went through it all day was just disgusting um but anyway we like when we walked from the van where we got changed and we had our that was our first brand deal we had a brand deal for two a pair of swim shorts why did we do that we didn't even like the swim shorts i did um but they were like 150 pound swim shorts but still that bid now is on 839,000. so that company shout out to d copperfield has got nearly a 900k vid for a free pair of swim shorts that is good value um, but but I remember just walking from the van with our flippers on through that field, and yeah. we had like um, what are those silver jackets on, yeah. waiting for our go underneath a, a gazebo, just shaking, freezing cold, just knowing we had to do that. Fucking water cut me like a knife, mate. It was that cold. I, I swallowed so much water during that. Still wonder. Um, what did you got? Uh, <laughs> chicken wings. Oh, full. Just, ring, just like greasy and sick, yeah. Yeah, that was a funny idea. That yeah, I won't do it again. Um, <laughs> Louis Theroux. That is a classic. That that is a classic. That's underrated. In, that was our in, what? in my mind. When I think about the shit we've done, that's quite an underrated one. That was our seventh video. Yeah, like that shit didn't go viral either. What the fuck's going on? Longer. Longest the, name. That's only got seventy-three thousand views. Yeah, the longest name. What we messed up with there, we gave our business the longest name in the UK. We outdone like a current business, which did like how many characters. We made a vid on it. We were gonna, or we had the idea after to sell shares to the company, um, sell shares of the company as merch. Our first bit of merch. Yeah, that would have been amazing. That would have been incredible. Um, Gurnin. Fun. That was a really enjoyable day. Zackelstan Lont. Yeah, that was a fun day. Yeah, because it was two vids in the end, wasn't it? The um. Yeah, what what was the what was the funnest vid? Do you think? I think one of the best days we've had filming at the end, where we just had a sick day, was Sofa Stories High Four Twenty Edition. I was gonna say that one. Yeah, I was gonna say that one. That was so funny. Like the entire day. It's just fun. And the thing is that I did come in be asked doing that, man. I was there like, I'm in Bristol. I've got like, not a day off, but like I'm in Bristol. The sun is shining. Do I want to sit on a sofa all day and we're in front of a camera? But I was like, yeah, I 
I absolutely do. And we, because you attract cool people, don't you? And you've yeah. instantly got a barrier down. And yeah. Yeah. That that's the one thing I know that that I realised that like, in yes theory, people think it's fake because they always seem to get the right people, and mm. it's the same with us. Like anyone that we run into wants to be a part of the vids or like is a part of the vids by virtue of being there at the right time and agreeing to it are always the right kind of people like it's not rocket science really like like attracts like and nah. like with the bu um the bus journey where we need a little lift from seattle to um no from wherever to seattle like the guy that picked us up like stayed with us for like another two days after he's an absolute legend he cooked us like the best barbecue chicken burrito oh, i've ever had God, in my that life. literally that literally is you know honestly there's no other burrito that stands out in my mind <laughs> that i've ever had it's for heaters to be fair but um yeah, yeah. For heaters. Not tacos actually, that, that's, yeah tacos yeah probably right there um but yeah no that, that's like one of my favorite bits about making vids it's like the the meeting of mad people yeah and um yeah that's that's my favorite bit i think is yeah meeting people that you wouldn't normally meet that are mental people and having well, not like, mental people just different people yeah but having the ex like the excuse to do that almost because yeah. to go out and do that on your on your own accord it's like it's not it is kind of weird it it's feels sad really yeah how, it how feels it weird, weird. It, shouldn't, it shouldn't be weird but yeah it no, I, th I think i think you can do a lot of different things but a lot of people don't like i went to that deaf cafe the other day and just met a load of 40 year old women i could i i would have showered them for a coffee after mm. so I, and that would have been and we would have enjoyed it yeah i think you're better at that than me um that kind of shit but uh it's good that vids give you an excuse to do that. Yeah. But no, I didn't enjoy it. I fucking love that shit. Mm. Chatting to different people, different types of people. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what else should we say to each other, mate? I'm I'm exhausted. That's that's one. Yeah, I don't know whether that's gonna. If I hope that shit gets addressed with all the presents that I'm looking for in my life next year. That I'm not fucking exhausted all the time. Yeah, why are you exhausted all the time? I think I think I'm I'm my. Uh, Was you like this when you were running your business? I've always been tired. I remember at uni, I was always having naps, but I, I was running the business at uni. Um, I think it is like my stylistic. I can't I can't I can't write. If I'm writing an email, I'm going. Like that. I'm not going, ah, oh, it's just an email, just casual, reread it, yeah, let's read it again. Like, I'm, I'm never doing enough work, so I'm going, like, this, like my t I feel like if I have a physical representation of how I work, just, no matter what I'm working on, that same with jiu-jitsu. Tight. Yeah, just tight. So I think, I'm not joking, I think it just, I'm so knackered by the end, not, not even by the end of the week, because I'll usually work on Saturday, if not, I'll be doing jiu-jitsu. Like, but I don't even let myself go like that and then relax. And when I went Portugal for the first, like when I went Portugal on my own with no plans, honestly, the first day I was so tight. I was like, what the fuck do I do? And I was trying to plan my day. I was like, mate, you've got fuck all to do. Stop planning fuck all. Yeah, it and it took good. me two or three days to just go, ah, oh, what the, the fuck do I want to do today then? Oh, I might go beach, might go cafe. I'd walk to the beach, I'd stop off at a cafe on the way. It's just like no planning, no yeah. planning. And it, and it took me three days to relax like that. As soon as I get back to London, Ugh! I feel like I'm kind of bad at that. Like not like the other day when we had Lau round, and I was like, "What we're gonna do? What we're gonna like? It needs to be sitting. We need to do something." And like you were like, "Let's just walk to Portobello." Yeah. And like, 
but what were you going to do when we put a bit like it doesn't fucking matter you walk you have a yeah. chat no I've stopped doing that more yeah, sick. you then just stop at a cafe you do whatever you want yeah. like but yeah I feel like that's what I got to work on but I don't think I'm like as intense as you oh, I'm so in- like, like, like literally like if I go gym I'll try and take a notebook because I know I'll be thinking of business ideas all the time yeah. well not I- business ideas but like ideas for, like that I don't want to forget I've always tried to associate like the the sauna and that area with like either reading a book or like reflection yeah, or so like napping on a Sunday yeah I, I don't um, really like napping to be honest but yeah I mean yeah the sauna is, is a no go for me like in terms of thinking elsewhere I'll try and meditate I'll do anything but think yeah, yeah. I mean something I've when I found that I was forcing myself to read sometimes I thought it was just input like even more input into a fucking cock that's already fucking tight um, but I've realised um, recently that when you're reading sometimes when you're in the, like a juggly mindset and there's so much shit going on you struggle to read the pages and shit and the words you forget instantly. But if you just keep going at that, then you almost can't think about anything else. You've got to follow the words. So yeah. you restart, restart, and then and then you start following it. And then you do you just naturally let go of everything else, which is quite cool. Yeah, I still struggle to read. It's taken ages on the current book. Um, what do you feel like has been the biggest ball ache this year for you with running YouTube? Something that you would never have expected to be a ball ache. I think that like the most annoying thing for me is I always I don't think I'd do a business where it's just me on my own probably ever. Like I, I don't know why, but I just I just w- probably wouldn't ever do that. But when you're editing so much, I know your probably biggest ball like is probably editing. Um, but yeah. and it, if it's not, but like when you're editing so much, like I've almost got to make load of not load of business decisions on my own, but like. If I'm headling up metal designs, I've got to get the like loads of them done, and then you'll come in at the last step and, and do your input. But like, I think that's like an annoying thing, which won't be there next time. Um, and same with like meetings and shit, like where I want you there to come up with strategy and shit. Um, yeah. That's been a bit of an annoying one. Um, biggest part of it. Don't know. Where is that? Is that centre bit facing your face? By the way. Yeah. Good. Um, what would you say? Yeah, I'd say, yeah, mine's editing. Like, feeling like anything other than editing is taking me away from uh, getting out the vid. And it's annoying because there are some things, like, as you said, that need to be discussed. But it's like, those things which should be like, of course I want to be in on those. Like, it makes me feel like I don't even want to be involved in that. And I'm just like, fuck everything else. Because this, if I do this now, then I'm just going to have to work till like 9, 10 p.m. tonight, um, which is annoying. It is annoying. It, and it is as well, like, because as much as I enjoy editing, like, I think some people, like, speaking to Max the other, week, the other day, he was like, I just don't think anyone could do my vid style. And I feel exactly the same. But then, like, as soon as you were like, what makes up our videos and, like, really think about processes, then in the next few edits, I was like, well, someone could replicate this quite fucking yeah. easily. It's literally just, like, you and me, a voiceover and the, the script. And that is, like quite a small part yeah. of the vid really and think, think what I say is fuck it if they can't rape you, your exact video style let's create a new video style that they can replicate because yeah you said that and Max said that and I remember seeing like Calix said that but like you see someone like the Go Agency with daily vlog and it's like if they've got one or two editors and they're just banging out videos every day like they if they can do it and shit like, I don't know who else was it like if, you can fucking produce daily content so if you do produce daily you can do weekly content and if it's not exactly the same as us why do people like us? There's character, there's personal characteristics, there's video ideas like how fucking good they are, 
um, and there's the video editing. Video editing gets a lot of fucking credit, here, but I think the others are. No one's gonna, no one's gonna say, "What an amazing idea!" They're just gonna say, "I love this video." Um, video, the characters. Oh, that was so funny when you did this, but no one's gonna say that. But the editing's quite a quick one to comment on. Well, yeah, you can. We'll be able to get good editors and shit. I think. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I d- yeah, kind of like it's it's weird because if I don't have an edit, which is rare, but it's normally like Thursday, Friday, where it is kind of like, then it's like almost the start of a week for me because I know like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday was always just like edit, 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 and then it's like right assess where I'm at, like what what else needs to be done, and it, and it feels like I'm doing nothing in those days, but like, it's just like all the shit that yeah. needed to be done elsewhere. Um, but I'm quite excited to... Uh, yeah, what are you going to do next year? We're going to have two full-time editors, two producers. What the fuck are you going to do yourself, <laughs> mate? I'm excited to get more involved in the ideas. Because I feel like, again, like as much as we've both brought like ideas, I've not had like specific space and time to do that. So okay. as, as much as they trickle in, like it's not it's not been sessions to do that. And I feel like... That's that's a cool thing to be able to do is like have and start to innovate and do mad shit to come up with ideas. Um, oh mate, that's gonna be game changer, man. Yeah, because that's one thing that we've felt a little bit annoyed about is like the even though ideas have been sick, we feel like they could have been ten x what they are. Yeah, definitely. Um, by just freeing ourselves up, but I don't know. Yeah, I, how do you manage your time when there's you can do anything. I, I, yeah, I've said it, but I'm going to really try and just chill for the first month or two. Not my chill is still fucking go fucking hard. And yeah. we're going to absolutely smash out. The next few videos are going to be absolutely sick. Um, but then just try not to do anything else too aggressively and just like see where we're at and then expand from there. Yeah, I think it's as well, yeah, getting in like a creative headspace as opposed yeah. to just strategic. Like we know the strategy now. Uh, we know it can work and will work again. I, I don't, like, to be fair, now. Like, now these guys are here because the strategy has always been get to this point and then worry, then 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 worry about it from there. But because we always thought it was three, four years away, well, in my mind, I thought it was like three, four years away. I was yeah. like, I don't know what to do. Like, now, what, what the fuck do we do? Like, growing the channel for me is not going to be the problem. Yeah. Like, growing it big and fast is not even going to be the problem. I think I think for me, it's um, it's down, down the, uh, the similar vein as you, but it's like really trying to enjoy filming um because as much as when like whenever we're filming it's fun but i feel like i'm always because i get quite i don't know whether it's flustered or just like overwhelmed or stressed but like i found it really useful to start breaking shit down like into right what do you actually have to do for today's vid because when i'm like I've got like the vid ahead and i haven't had time to think about it because i've been editing and next thing you know we're we're going into some obscure part of the country and like what how are we going to film this and like as much as like that's pretty simple and we can rock up with the camera and film when we feel like it needs to be filmed and then probably have enough footage like i've always felt like there's been a lack of thought about the actual filming and what content we need to get and nico is like a good example of like he knows what he needs to get there's there's a whole narrative to the vid there whereas you and me are kind of a bit more run and gunny i mean i think we changed that with like the video plan template i think we yeah, That's I don't feel I like we've nailed that, but um, yeah, I feel like sometimes I've just been not excited about going places, and like the idea of filming is just like, ah. Uh, um, but as soon as I'm there, that changes. So it's just mm. getting excited about ideas again, and like, I feel like yeah, if we do, if we're not excited about filming, then that's going to be a fucking 
shit show. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I think we should do because we're going to fucking execute on some sick ideas. Yeah. Um, anything else? I feel fucked. <laughs> I think this is going to be good to look back on because I... I've been sat here for an hour and a half and I'm already absolutely knackered. <laughs> um, it's about to go into Christmas. Uh, January is looking pretty busy. I mean, you, like, the, it's a personal goal, like, the for next year. What is, like, the channel goal? Where can you see the Zach and Jay show? What, where, where do you think that's going to be at? Um, so, again... Fuck yeah, I'm not even worried about growth. I reckon we could get three million next year. Um, and I reckon, I reckon we could get two million. I definitely we can get one million. Um, but I'm not even too asked about that. I'm not too asked about that anymore because I'm so confident we can get there. If not next year, the year after. Yeah. Um, so in my mind, it is really, it's the game changing shit. And not even, yeah, like the game changing shit. Like, you know how KSI and Logan Paul just like, went from YouTube to boxing and everyone's now fucking hell. And even like Will and E, he's just done a tour. Even in my mind, that's going off YouTube, it's game changing. I want to do that shit, me, like, use you, like instead of YouTube video being, oh shit, look what they did in that video. Look what Zach and Jay did. Oh shit, they've made a video about it. That's what I want it to be. I want it to be yeah. Zach and Jay doing mad shit. Not mad shit, but doing crazy, like big stuff, not crazy or mad or mental, but like big stuff, positive, not negative, but positive or neutral, just organizing um, big things and then recording that on a video or marketing it through a video. Um, like I think the Zach and Jay show is is just a platform for what the fuck we do. It's not what the, f- it is well, at the, the moment show, what the it? fuck it's we the do. the show aspect. I yeah. feel like there can be so many different branches of that. Yeah, and, and, and it's either, yeah, I want stuff that transcends YouTube and is bigger than, like, it's bigger than the view, the likes, comments, subscribes. It's, it's, it's got real impact and the video mm. is just there to, like, kind of back up. That's back what, up. yeah, that's what I've come to realise, like, over, like, I've always wanted to be a YouTuber and, like, and now I don't, it's not that like I don't want to be a YouTuber, I don't want to be known as a YouTuber, yeah. like, because I feel like there's, it doesn't, <sighs> I don't know whether it devalues what we do or what we feel like we're trying to do, but um, it slaps you with a label straight away. But I thought that YouTube lifestyle, like being a fucking, being able to do whatever, like that was the initial like kind of excitement for me is like being able to vlog your life and mm. shit. And like, I can't think of anything worse now. The, th- the thing it, is though, it is still sick. Like it, once you get to this stage where we can do whatever the fuck we want, we've got a flight out to LA in the first week. To, to come up with sick ideas that we're just gonna execute on, release the world and people are gonna fucking love it. Like it is still sick, but yeah. I think the idea between what young people have of being a YouTuber and what it's actually fucking like are so ro- different. And the reasons why we think it's sick are just so different to why they think it's sick of like getting up whenever they want, doing whatever the fuck they want, putting a camera on their head and making a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, we work, we work like more than a normal job would. Yeah. That's, but that, again, I don't know. I think that's kind of rare because we know so many successful content. It's not like a prerequisite for success. Like we know so many people who don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I feel like that that's just like 
again we couldn't really work in any other way no, no. but that that's why i'm really really gonna try because again like because i fucking that's how i work so fucking tight like i've got to do it got to do it got to do as much as you can like I'm, that's why i think january and february is gonna be so important just to really try and resist that of like We've got a big team around us. We don't necessarily have to do bare work anymore to keep the show moving. So I'm gonna try and do, not try and do as little as I can, but yeah, try and do like as little as I can with the maximum output. So, and then kind of increase it from there, not jump in doing everything. Cause then you almost don't know where the return is. Like we don't have to fucking edit. All you have to do is be in front of a camp, come sick ideas. That's two days a week. What yeah, we're we doing gonna is be... next three weeks, three days. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel you like to me, there's going to be a phase out period though. Yeah, working yeah, yeah, with the editors yeah. and like becoming more of like a yeah. director. Especially, espe I think more so on your end as well of like the editing side of things because it's more tangible, isn't it? It's like it's like a change will equal a change in the vid. Mm. Um, but yeah, I want to get into more of like a like a visionary mindset, like looking forward and like thinking of ideas to not just video ideas as you said, like kind of stuff that we can do off off platform yeah literally man like that guy setting up the football team and decreasing our crime i've had this fucking idea on mental on uh um homelessness for fucking ages where you work with charities and it's like micro video and micro crowdfunding and instead of like i've seen on the website oh we need to get um we've got we need to get a um what they call mattress um, and they put out on the website and you're like, oh, I've got a spare mattress. Um, but instead of doing that, just like a micro site where you do like a, a minute um, interview with someone homeless, like, yeah, I've just got my first house. Um, I've just got my first house, but I'm just short of a mattress. And then people, they release that and then people chip in two, five quid so they can afford a mattress and they've got a bed. Like, like that. how sick would that be to launch when you've got a YouTube channel with fucking so many people? Yeah, it'd be sick. Um, but yeah, that, so, so like, that's just a little idea I had fucking three, four years ago. But like, we got so much. We we that's 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 really what I think we should be looking to do for the for the future. Really, it's just like what what can we do now? We've got a fat platform to do anything. Do you want to talk about Kyra? Yeah. We'll do that after I go to pee. Yeah, sounds good. We're back. Just past an hour. I've had a pee. I have not. Is there any specific videos you want to reminisce on before we start talking about next year? Um, like what kind of shit will you look back on and just laugh? I th one that sticks out for me. Was I know. Yeah, go on. Was when we went to um, we went for the girding competition. And we didn't realize there was like a festival on at the time. And then it kind of started, probably gonna sound horrible. Nobody. Then we started realizing that everyone was getting drunk. And then we started like thinking about, oh, should we get a hotel tonight? And we still haven't done that, gone to a weird tradition and then just stayed out with the locals, which we want to do. Um, but it was, yeah, we, we went to the festival. There was like a dog show happening. There was like all this weird stuff. And then like suddenly there was just, we didn't run out of stuff to do. And we saw this like, wrestling competition but it was like cumberland wrestling wasn't it it wasn't even like normal wrestling yeah. and um we was watching these kids and we got chatting to like the 15 year old who won and then it was just like i remember i, I my excuse was like i can't do it because of my back um so then jamie enters this like championship with like world champions they say world it's like only exists in cumbria but they were like 
fucking good at it. You're a beast. You had your pair of chinos on, you had like a Lacoste polo on, and you got beaten up by a 16 year old. Yeah, you got battered, put to the ground, didn't that, that was like, I struggled to even film that because I was just crying with laughter. There was like commentators in this little like circle bit, and you were just getting all your fucking clothes grass stained up. I don't know why I did that. It was so that. funny. So good. Yeah, that was a good laugh. So that day was a lot of fun, that one. Um, I think one that sticks out for me is uh, the Drum Awards. That was horrible. Cause, it was good. Because for me, I'm actually surprised it like it actually works. Like we snuck into the like there was quite a few levels that are sneak sneaking in, coming up with a pitch on the day, um, like doing it so last minute, as you agree, like doing it in the first place, then sneaking in, um, doing the pitch, getting on stage. The mic working, the mic didn't work. We told him to turn it on, doing the pitch. I was glad that it didn't work the first time around because then the second time I wasn't scared. The first, I remember walking up onto stage and even though no one was looking, everyone was enjoying their like drinks or whatever. I just felt like everyone... like. And then when it didn't work, I was like, oh shit, we're rumbled, we're done. And then I was kind of relieved because the worst case scenario had happened and then no one had even clocked. So it was like, right, what the fuck do we do from here? Um, that was horrible though. That, I, like, it felt like I was dying like of just anxiety before that i remember we both got in and we just like went and sat down and we were like oh fuck i don't want to do it i don't want to do it i don't want to do it but we've got to do it like why are we here we may as well do it it was fucking horrible oh, yeah that, that was a good one um but we, yeah it was good because you we pulled it off so well that it, everyone thought it was just part of the um part of the show yeah. out of everything that could have go wrong i don't know with the jib you just take your chance because you know it's going to get views but with this one i don't know we just felt I felt more nervous for some reason. It was the added complication of having to do a pitch. Yeah. Because we wanted brand deals off the back of it. As much as that was a joke, we wanted brand deals. So we wanted to come across as competent and smart. But yeah, I don't know. That's a good one. <laughs> I, think, I think that's one where I'm going to be like quite proud we did. Yeah. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, we did that. Like We needed brand deals. We were fucking that much money. So we went to a fucking award ceremony and snuck in. And fucking the pitch in front of every brand. I remember when the the Gordon, the owner of the drum, <laughs> comes up to Speechless, his big mate, Scottish guy who was kind of pissed, drunk, and um, he just grabs me on the shoulder and I turn around. And he's like, "Hey, fucking well done, mate! That was that was that was amazing." Yeah. I was that, like, "Oh shit!" Because it's just one of them, isn't it? It's like you're it going there, respect you, and you're like, "Yeah, in your head, they've got a re- surely it's a market award. They've got to respect you, but then it could go wrong." And, and like they, maybe they boot you out and shit but then they did respect you he's like yeah I thought they might yeah. but you're so fucking nervous that they wouldn't in the first place but then you, it's like when you believe something but you, but you don't know if your beliefs are just fucking wrong and, <laughs> and it's naughty right, yeah, yeah exactly because you want them to be right yeah that is like the channel like, honestly I love it when that shit happens when you believe something and you tell the people some people don't believe you some people do and then you fucking just do it and you, you, you back yourself and then it comes off you're like fucking yeah Another one of those recently was the voting vid. Yeah. As much as like when you write that down and you talk it through, that's a sick concept and it was like had layers to it. It was like the five minute thing and then like it was unbiased and all that, all the stuff we wanted it to be. Then we went out and filmed and we were like, was that good? Like did we film for two hours? That's like the least we filmed for anything. And we were like, is that a vid? And then like the response to that was just fucking great. Um, so I was pretty confident that we could um, they would, that you'd do a good job with the editor at that stage but it, it was yeah. before like on the day it was about what, what the hell is this 
But yeah, like, uh, would we get people sitting down? Like, all those little worries. Because yeah. I was a bit more vested in that one than everyone else. I was a bit like, I really wanted it to work. Um, the Paris is probably the worst vid. <sighs> Most unenjoyable. I remember saying to myself at every stage throughout that trip, you've done a lot of stuff before that has been bare fun and you've not enjoyed it because you were too worried. And even saying that throughout the whole time, I was still didn't really enjoy it. But I think I enjoyed it more than you and Max. My, like my chest hurt from stress for three days straight. It was like, it was like, it was just, like even on the first night when we got there and we realized how unprepared we were, we didn't have outfits and the next day it was starting, we were meant to film. And, we, and then what made it worse, but like ultimately we needed the help was the people coming out to help and like people volunteering their time. And I was just like, the first day, like there was just all these guys in our flat and we didn't even have an outfit. And like, they were just, I was like, it, it just felt like a shambles. And didn't feel the, that night I went, the, the first night I went to sleep at like 2 a.m. because I was making, trying to make an outfit and it just felt so horrible. And, we, and as much as like, if that was in London, it would have been a lot less stressful because we know where WH Smith is. Like a small thing, like getting a, uh, like a bit of tape or like a, it was, it was um, a little clip we needed just to hold the outfit together we just we couldn't find it and it was like we just went on a, a run around the city for like an hour and a half just to find a basic thing and it was just small things like that added to just absolute stress yeah we were like trying to find a song and we picked this shite song that no one was happy with but like, oh it's the best one yet yeah yeah it was just so many little but little tiny like, details that's like our third fourth most viewed vid yeah no that's, um, again it just shows doesn't it how which vids you just don't know what to fucking don't know what works and don't know what doesn't. Yeah. Like even, even not working, I still think it's, is it a good vid? I still swear it's pretty wank, right? Or is it good? I can't remember what even, I can't remember what it's like. It turned out right. I did a good job. Did it? Yeah, the edit, the edit turned out right. Um, I can't remember yet, yeah. Yeah. Could have been a lot better though. We were calling on favourites from everyone. I remember messaging Magnus, messaging like models who were walking the shows, like anything yeah. I was posting on the basement. Yeah, I got aired Instagram. by a lot of people that, that weekend. I didn't even care, me, I was just fucking messaging everyone, like replying to people's stories, like trying to get any sort of insight. Well, that's one of them, innit? I like, it's funny because me pointing out the drum saying one of the biggest reasons why I like it is you weren't sure if it was going to work. You weren't sure if you, yeah, if it was going to go super wrong, which you could have done. And like Paris, we set off to Paris with the exact same mindset, if not more reassured than the mindset going to Drum Awards, that it was going to work and it just flopped. So although that may have been like the worst fucking thing ever, like you just don't really know, do you? You don't, and, and again, Paris fucking did four times the views as the drum, so. Yeah. But, you know, you just don't know. Yeah. Should we talk about Kyra? Yeah. So a business that we like what they're doing um, called Kyra TV. They started a channel called PAQ, Bad Canteen Greatness. A few others, they launched shows like TV quality, TV feel shows on YouTube. And we started trying to model what they did from like almost like day one where we knew that they were selling an episode. I remember we, had, we managed to get our hands on um, a deck of theirs which is what they used to sell to episode ideas to brands and the channel was at like 200 
170,000 subscribers or something of the sort. And um, they were selling a brand deal to Spotify for 60 grand. And that just blew our mind a bit. Yeah. Um, that like, that they wasn't even focused on views and all these metrics that we were so worried about. They were focused on like watch time, audience retention and the quality of those views. So that's when like we kind of went on a bit of a mission to try and like, see if we could do that and we started like trying to charge 25 grand 30 grand for like concepts that we thought were sick um we were, go we were going to brands with watch time and brands that were getting in touch with us was like what is watch time we don't even care about that we just care about views um and and yeah basically they were going after brands like massive brands marketing budgets in general where instead of spending on tv they'll go with kyra um not like the influencer budgets where they'll spend on tv um the normal marketing budgets and they'll save 10 grand for influencers a grand each or something like that um and yeah since day one we've always the biggest blockage of this channel's growth has always been editing time and people always say oh how the fuck have you got 400 500 000 subscribers in a year and i always really think like i mean we could have well more this is like slow uh, which is exactly what i thought with zach's channel when people were like oh you're growing so quickly and what a sick channel is like this can be well better and um, if only we had just literally one more editor to help with the editing time. And these guys have literally boxed off how to charge so much fucking money for brands that they're willing to give us um, like editors, they're willing to sort out producers, they're willing to pretty much give us whatever we want to execute on our big ideas um, in return for um, them being able to sell us to huge brands um, for huge amounts. So they've said and we've we've discussed that it's not going to change anything about the channel in terms of the stuff that we put out it's still very much the zach and jay show but they're going to just be backing us massively with executing on just huge ideas or just executing on the normal ideas that we do as well so um it's super exciting for us because we've grown 450,000 subscribers in a year but with these guys on I, it's scary what we're going to be able to do like they're super they're a young company run by young founders like 30 years old they're, they're super hungry to do crazy stuff so um super on like backing us innovatively we're going to get to create brainstorms all the time so yeah it's just going to be it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see where we get up to right yeah what are you most excited about that i think the way they do brand deals has always been something that i Mental, rated highly because it's not like, it, you feel like with influencer brands, and we, we've done, like, with the train pal vid, like, we, they, all they wanted was a shout out on a normal vid saying, download this app. And we wanted to, like, let the brand deal form, like, an episode. So we did a train related vid, which was loosely related, and we had, like, things to say about the app during it. But, like, theirs is on, like, almost like a different wave where it's like converse was the first one i saw of theirs and that's a huge brand which not doing really any influencer stuff apart from probably a few instagram models and it was like create an advert for this shoe and there was like private jets like ferraris like guy jumping into a basketball hoop and shit it was just like sick like just being able to see that a there's a fat budget there and b like the episode is the advert like the entire thing is formed by the brand and it's not diluting it it like it's not it's allowing them to do sick stuff and like dobrik does that very well where you, like you know if he's got a branded video then it's going to be 5x what a normal vid is so just having that like being able to work a with like really cool brands not just like you're up and coming out that no one's heard of or you're trying to get someone to do this download this whatever it's literally like 
like brand deals with no you're not focused on stats you're not focused on like downloads you're not focused on click-throughs you're not focused on this that we're, we're held to account by like does this represent the brand like this is a branding exercise this is more creative so that's what's really exciting for me um and yeah just not having to do the editing work which i'm sure we'll still do uh, like yeah i'll still do that but not, not to the editing which i will still do yeah Nah, you just definitely like do it the initial bit, innit? and then. But I, re- I reckon your aim should literally be not have to touch it. Maybe do voiceover. Yeah. Just, just the voiceover, and even get them scripting and shit. Fuck it. Yeah, like, but oh. just, just that, like having that time to experiment yeah, with definitely. those sort of things, and like, like on, the, on our meet, last switch. meeting with them, like we haven't signed the contract yet, but it was literally like the co-founder looked at me and was like, "How many editors do you need? Why don't we just get?" six in here sit them down for like a day and then they all try and edit the same vid and then at the end of the day we cut three and then the three you have is like the team and i was like Fuck, yeah you can actually do that with money yeah like you can just it's gonna be crazy mate and but the thing is it's not like yes dude, it's not like any other channel literally any other channel in the fucking world youtube channel i've settled by youtubers you know what i mean not like a music channel like youtube channel where they've they've done where this shit has ever happened before i don't think like no, yesterday, it's the, first, it's the got, first for them. It's yeah, like, I know. But like yesterday, we've got three or four editors now. After four years in the game of gradually increasing, we're just gonna go from. It's like we're fucking. We're growing like that. I'm just gonna flick the fucking switch and go. <laughs> I've seen a bit. It's gonna be fucking insane. Yeah. Just hope they don't fuck us. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I'm. Yeah. Does I'm, it make you worried at all that like? That because you, it's it's not like getting everything you've ever wanted because it's not it is more from like a us being able to relax and then get get our heads straight and like make sure we're enjoying this the most. But like this could all essentially crumble down and we could be back to where we currently are in the next year. I think I I like I oh. like taking calculated risks. I think this is a calculated risk. We could lose who we are. They could sewers and we lose all our money they could they could do like yeah we we could be back to exactly where we are three months in or what i think is more likely is that we could just absolutely fucking fly together and i think like that it's just with that one you can like maybe work out the percentages of the likelihood of each but i think like with our hearts we kind of think the odds are in our favor to go for it i think it's up to us ultimately like if those things happen then it's up to us to like a see it happening work out how to get it wrong and it's not I don't think it would be the partnership's fault I think it would be something that we're doing within that which is small, small in the grand scheme of things everything else about this seems to tick the box and it's funny because like even even like a month before we got asked for a phone call the first initial phone call we were talking about like oh imagine if like Kyra would just be our exclusive brand deal guys and because no one else in the game's doing what yeah, they're yeah, doing. Literally. It's like, imagine if we just had access Mate, to yeah. their sales team. And and you met with the guys, haven't you? And I, I don't know whether you suggested Yeah, I'm, I met with a founder about six months ago <clears throat> to say, what, um, how do you do it, basically? And literally, he looked me in the eyes, he'd kind of laugh and he'd go, I've just got a team of, like, dirty sales guys who are just absolutely sick. Our video work is sick. Our decks are sick. We are just like, 
we're a, we're, a, we're a big agency. So like, like we're a small s- agency, but we're, we're an agency. We're not influencers. Yeah. And I was like, oh, but we can, we've got a nice deck. Like we can do it. And you just can't like. It's just the they've manpower. Got, they've it? got yeah five people constantly ringing up massive brands, going to the same dinners as them, taking them out on massive dinners, paying a grand for posh places just to build relationships. Like shit, Jay from Zach and Jay Show can't do that while Zach edits on forty k subs. Yeah, do you know what I mean. Um, but that like it is almost like a dream scenario <laughs> where we're like. This, this is like a, a partnership between two companies. It's not, and it's like, they're fucking sick at this. We're fucking sick at this. Oh, Marrying them together. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. I, I'm, I'm genuinely very fucking excited. But I, I, I do want to see it as a two year thing of, um, it's two years. Let's make as much fucking dough as we can. Get air transplants, go yeah. turkey. I'm not even asked about air transplant, mate. I want to be a fucking influencer who don't get one. Every influence gets air transplant. I want to influence not getting air transplant. <laughs> Whether or not it comes to it and some guy says, hey, bro, I can sort you the fuck out, bro. You don't need to worry anymore about that thing. Maybe I'll just dash him all the fucking dough. Okay, grow out you know your head again. Like, if someone said to me now, is a tenner and you don't have to worry about your airline ever again, or like you, you will have an airline like Drake, would I give him a tenner? Probably. But, it's the time out of the game that I was like stressing about. But I also like the idea of, look, man, Look how many fucking perfect influencers about on Insta. You don't have to go far. Fucking open your Insta app. They're fucking everywhere. Would it not be nice for young people or anyone in the entertainment industry or anyone who's trying to be someone to see someone who they fucking respect in business and go, therefore, yeah, oh, so you don't need to have an air transplant. Because right now that, think, they see you have to have an air transplant. I think comedians are some of the only people in the entertainment industry who can be unfashionable, quote-unquote ugly, that's a harsh word, but like unattractive yeah, by sta- standards and like get away with it and still get like, still do well. Because I feel like in, even in our game, it's more like entertainment as opposed to comedy. It's like, I don't know. I feel like the brands want to be associated with p- people. And then as like, if we, I don't know. Yeah, but, but what I want to say is like, almost like, build a brand on being authentic and saying fuck you to looking perfect because mm. I think because first of all I don't think air transplant will fucking work yeah it's probably not likely to. and then so, so then it leaves you with option two you gotta fucking brave it and how are you gonna brave it you're, just, you're not gonna go try and fucking hide it for 20 years and end up with fucking one hair that you comb over from the side <laughs> um, so, you, so you go fuck it I'm, I'm not getting air transplant because I can't be arsed with one everyone else is getting one but fuck like and do what, do what you do, but... Jay's strategy is go bold, get, get hench, get tattoos, and get tattoos. do jiu-jitsu and that. Be Joe Rogan. Pretty much be Joe Rogan, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My strategy is become Joe Rogan. Mine is... I should be comfortable with him myself, regardless of how I look. Mine's wear that's hats. So, that's so fucking hard to ask. That's so hard to just be comfortable with myself in this fucking yeah. world where you have to look so fucking perfect all the time, and you're two clicks away from an Instagram model with fake tits and fake arse who looks like she lives the best fucking life but cries out to sleep every night because her boyfriend's texting every other fucking Instagram influencer on her page as well. It's not fucking life, man. Yeah. Right, predictions for New Year. You you said three mil. I'll go away. Um, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have a prediction subscriber-wise but I'll say, I, if I was to predict, I'd say two mil conservative, three mil um, positive but I wouldn't be surprised if it went five mil either. I wouldn't be surprised. But I think our Instagram and Twitter may grow a lot quicker than, not a lot quicker than YouTube, but that 
like, like yeah, I don't know. Like, because it will branch into the mainstream then. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, twat. What do you think? I'm not asked about subscribers. I'm not, I'm not asked. Not asked about subscribers. Fucking. Because subscriber was subscriber equal to us more money continuation which means team which means like yeah, exactly letting ourselves free i'm i'm way more asked on making game changing fucking videos but like oh this changes ideas. the game for youtube no not for youtube youtube's tiny big yeah i want big yeah but again yeah i guess number wise fly past one mil hopefully hit two mil in by september next year and then whatever fucking just ticks over towards the end of the year. Air transplant at three mil. Two point seven mil by the end of the year. Strong. Much <laughs> we just lose subscribers next year. It's, it's like cocky bastards. Cocky bastards. Who do you think they are? Some Kyra. Well, Kyra are gonna solve all your problems, are they? <laughs> cocky bastards. Unsubscribe. Uh, Cheers, guys. I, and yeah, apologies for being fucking knackered, man. So I, I think it, hopefully bro? next year I won't be as this tired. That's been the new year, the 2019 review with Zach and Jay. Thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks for coming along. Hope you've enjoyed it and insight into what a fucking wonderful life being a YouTuber is. It's been quite monotone. It's been relatively low energy. There's I think been, I think next year we're gonna like even if it's fake we're gonna have to fucking do something. Man. There's been no structure. I had my head on the desk at one stage. There's been three separate breaks because the camera stops recording. Um, but hey, it's authentic, right? Let us know in the comments what you like us to discuss next time. We're gonna be bald this time next bald. year. Bald. Well, we well, did just talk about hairlines. Yeah. Get air transplant, or I'll fucking tattoo me at or I'll just be confident in oneself. <laughs> either one of the three either insecure and getting surgery <laughs> you can't be you can't be self yeah I don't know Tips. that's an hour and 20 minutes in the can God, that was that was should we finish off with a rap yeah yo 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 2019 Zach and Jay are out we had a lot of game we gained a lot of clout next year though we're coming for the throats of every single fucker who's on the YouTube Every single fucker on YouTube or not, we're gonna make videos that continue to pop. <laughs> Zach, I'm best gonna send the bars over to your lot. Best in the game, you know the name. Zach and Jay, we're here to stay. Doing mad stuff, week on week. We're doing all this stuff and we're still on fleek. We might sell a scarf next year. Next week. Well, that's that different. <laughs> Time anyway. Anyway, I've lost it now because Simone's looking at me. But yeah, we're here to stay. So we got another verse from the guy called Jay. Anyone who's got money, swing my way. Seventh floor building, I can see the way of the future, and it looks not grey. Looks very bright. Okay, sunshine. Everywhere I look is bare fucking sunshine. Bare fucking sunshine. Anywhere I look. Keep doing the beat on the table, not a book. Oh, that's it. One that's million subscribers. Big. That's the aim. Coming for the throats. Coming to kill the game. That's Zach and Jay on YouTube.com. You come check us out. Ah. Oh. fucking Ah, so people are going to see us and think, fuck me, they are so fake and they are fucking miserable. <laughs>